0: the Stephen Levinson Business Show. Today we have on an amazing guest, Sean Feeney. He's the founder and owner of the Lomas brand. They are a premium beach style clothing company out of Solana Beach, but really their inspiration comes out of North County, San Diego, uh, beach culture. Sean has a really amazing story. After eight plus years coming from corporate sales, And just really not enjoying what he was doing and went out on a limb and created an amazing apparel brand that has become incredibly successful. And we really look forward to hearing his story because he had to go through a really uh, tough entrepreneurial journey. The apparel industry is already very tough and he has been a part of every single process in creating this business, and the story of this brand is really amazing. So we're really looking forward to having him on. Stay tuned.
1: Sean, welcome on. Thanks, Steven, appreciate it, man
0: the uh, power of community. That's why we're talking Solana Beach Chamber. And I'm really excited to have you on because I made a major shift at the podcast. I wanted to talk about entrepreneurship, building business, having that vision, going out on a whim. And that's like, I came to find out, like,
1: that's your story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that really, that really is it. I mean, Um, let me get this microphone figured out here. Okay, cool. (laughs) Uh, yeah, that's really what it is. I mean, just taking a leap of faith and trying to, you know, expand on a dream that you have and putting everything that you have into it and making it happen. So it's, it's a, it's a fun run. It's, uh, it's hard, but it's worth it.
0: Yeah. Uh, you, you don't like taking orders. No. You like, uh, having your own, you you know, having your own schedule and that kind of stuff. And that makes a lot of sense. And I I think just kind of depends on your personality type, but prior to, we're going to go into the Lomas brand and what the company is all about culture and and the whole process and everything. But what were you doing beforehand? I mean, and you were in corporate, but what kind of sales were you doing? And you know, how did that come about?
1: Totally. Yeah. So uh, I had started just out of school, just, um, you know, it was like 2008, 2009. So there wasn't a lot of, you yeah. know, career opportunities. The market was pretty bad. Yes. And the only thing that was really available were just sales positions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I needed money and I found an entry level inside sales position, uh, making about 300 phone calls, outbound phone calls a day. Um, and then it was there for a while, and just you know, couldn't do that for very long. Soul's <laughs> yeah, up, yeah. <laughs> it was tough. <laughs> some people thrive
0: off that stuff. I don't know. I talked to some people, and they love hammering the phone totally. all day long. But yeah. that's just not my thing. And some
1: people are really good yeah. at it too. Yeah. You know, I was neither. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly you, you you must have been
0: doing okay, because uh, coming to find out, you you used a lot of those proceeds from your work to then fund. Uh, Yeah, your your brand. And so kudos to you. Yeah. Uh, Not taking, taking on a bunch of debt and stuff like that. I think uh, in today's culture, people think that uh, we've made it, we've, we've landed a a VC or we've, if it's a startup or we've landed all these different investors and they're taking on a lot of debt Yeah, and they're no longer in control of their company anymore. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. I did not want that, you know, going back to what I was just kind of talking about was, you know, these sales positions, I, it just wasn't for me, you mm-hmm. know. I, it was constantly quota driven, you know. Phone call every single day, you know. Your manager hounding you over stuff, yeah. you know. It was just, you know, quotas constantly changing. One day you'd be doing good, the other one you wouldn't. And I just, I, just, I got tired of asking people for permission. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I knew I was capable of doing more. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, I'd gone into like ADP payroll sales, and then yeah. after that, made the jump into pharmaceutical sales. Stood there for about seven years altogether, and um, I just kind of hit a breaking point. It's know? good money there. It is good money. Yeah, you know, it's a great career. But uh, and it's I don't. Not for you. Yeah, you know, it's just it, there's nothing wrong with it. It just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've always been kind of a creative person. Mm-hmm. Love working with my hands and there was no opportunity to do that definitely not yeah, yeah. so i just kind of felt like a, a piece of me every year was getting you know taken away or just like kind of slowly dying yeah. you know but the the thing was is money was good you know so they call it like a the conundrum
0: it's the, the stability golden handcuffs. versus yeah. Yeah. taking the risk and having the i think it's scary it's a it's a jumping off point that i think um you, you know you're talking about it now but there's probably millions of people here in the United States that are dealing with that conundrum that push and pull thing uh every single day
1: yeah and
0: it- we're seeing like this i think this major shift right now uh, i think that came out of covid where a lot of people are leaving that corporate 9 to 5 yeah you know and they're creating their own business and um, I think that's not for everybody. Clearly, you're able to hold yourself accountable. You you have to have extreme accountability yeah. if you don't have a boss telling you what you need yeah. to do. But clearly, you've built a really, really cool brand. And how, how long has the Lomas brand from – Concept to where you're at today, how long has that been?
1: So, concept, I guess, would be around like 2014. I started okay. playing it's with been, the idea. It's been a while now. Yeah. And then 2015 was when I officially, you know, did it. I've left my career behind. um Just didn't want to have any form of like an authoritative figure. Somebody, you know, I didn't want to have investors. Right. I'd have to run everything past them. Okay. I just wanted to do it my way. And so in 2015, I jumped off, you know, the ledge and just went for it. And I I always tell people that one of the best things that I did for myself was I I committed fully to it. Yeah. You know, I didn't do it as a side hustle. It was just like I, I went for it. I gave it everything I had. And if it worked, it worked. If it didn't, maybe I'd come out better, you know. Some somewhere else. I'm so happy
0: you said that you used the, the side hustle thing. Yeah. Because I just went on like a rant recently. Oh, no way. And I was I was like saying that because I, I talked to so many entrepreneurs. I talked to so many business owners. I talked to so many people. And like there's this culture going on right now. You see on YouTube, you know, side hustle, side hustle, you know, make an extra $4,000 a month with this side hustle. And yeah. that's great and everything. But I think what side hustle really means today is – Uh, a distraction. So, because it's It's like, if you're not putting all of your time, if you're, if you're not going all in on what you're doing, uh, maybe you don't love what you're doing one and two um, you're creating distractions for yourself because you hate what you're doing. And so it's like, I love that because you just went all in and there's a risk involved there. And I think you can't really like, there's that term, right? Like a uh, Jack of all trades, master of none, Yeah, you know? And yeah. it's like, you, you want to go all in on something. I think today's culture is like, Oh, i have this side hustle, that side hustle. And you're, you're unable to really devote all of you. And so I feel like if you're starting to create these side hustles, you should start thinking about why you're in your job and quote, you know, yeah. Yeah. right now.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I, f- I feel the same way. It's kind of like, You know, you have um, it depends on what you want out of it. You Mm -hmm. know, I when I started this, I I wasn't just going to start, you know, a side hustle, you know, something that could make, you know, X thousand dollars a year. It was like I wanted to be the next Patagonia. You know, I I, had that vision. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I was going to do it, I was going to go for it. You know, I want to hit a home run. Um, and you're just not gonna. I, I just knew that for me, I wasn't gonna get there by doing two, three different things. I had to go all in. So,
0: well, being you know the the person spearheading this, I mean, if you were to describe yourself to somebody, like how would you describe yourself?
1: Uh, I uh, I'm really competitive within myself, so I I don't really worry about other people, other brands, what they're doing. Uh, it's just within, it's like an internal battle, you know, like I'm always, I can do better. I can, you know, I miss this. Oh, I see something here. I can do that better and just always pushing myself and it it never really stops. You know, um, I have to force myself to, to, you know, get away from it for a couple hours, Mm -hmm. but my mind is constantly on how we can get better, how we can grow the brand, how we can, you know, get more of a input within our community. Stuff like that.
0: Well, for those listening, uh, Sean came in and gifted me a cool shirt, and the shirts are incredibly soft. Yeah. Very nice. Thanks, yeah. uh, I've only seen the brand from social media and stuff like that, but being able to actually feel it, it it feels like a really comfortable shirt to wear. So It is. I look forward to to representing. Yeah, thanks, man. Of
1: course. Yeah, the the fit and feel and comfort of everything is so important, you know? I mean... I always told people when we were starting, it was, you know, you, you see yourself in these cool clothes, maybe like through like photos or like a reflection and that counts for like, you know, two to 3% of the time, the other 97%, you're in it, you're living in it totally. and it's got to feel comfortable and it's probably more important, it's more yeah. important. I mean, just look at the percentages there, yeah. you know, so I knew that that was going to be something that was really important and, you know, nice fabrics are expensive. Yes, they are, um, especially today. Yeah, definitely. So we really had to figure out a way how can we get that product and not having investors and starting with a small, very small amount of money, Mm. you know, really had to think outside the box and ended up started screen printing our own stuff and Mm. just buying all the equipment, Um, our photo shoots. It was me behind the camera, bought a camera, figured out how to do the photography Um all of that cost savings and time and effort into learning was put back into the quality of fabrics within all of our collections. So, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, so, like, I, I know you've been involved in every process from, you know, graphic design and sourcing and all this kind of stuff. I mean, uh, first and foremost, I want to congratulate you. I know you just recently did a one-year anniversary storefront.
1: Yes. Um, yeah, thank you.
0: Was that always a dream of yours, and I mean, you probably started off online first, just kind of building and, and developing a reputation and stuff like that. but what led you to say, "Hey, like we need to have a storefront here?
1: It was a long road, you know yeah. we started like you said online, and I need I knew I, we needed to get in front of people, mm-hmm. and we didn't have a lot for a marketing budget because again, all the money would be put back into the products. So I had to get crafty. I had heard from some friends about markets, farmers markets, street fairs. And I just dove into those every single weekend for about four years and just up and down the coast. Oh my gosh, all all of it, La Jolla, all the way up to Oceanside, you know, Carlsbad Street Fair, Encinita Street Fair, and then the biggest one, Fiesta del Sol. And then our weekly spot would be at the Solana Beach Farmer's Market. And that was just how we were able to to get in front of people and meet the community. And people were so, like, behind us and supportive. And all of their money that they would put in buying all sh- our stuff at the booth and then following up online would go back into the company and all the products. So everyone felt and knew that, that they were part of this brand, mm-hmm. you know, building it, really making everything of it. And it just kept growing. And then one day uh, we were kind of Fati and I, my wife, who's on board and, you yeah. know, me and her do everything for the company. Um, We were just like, let's let's see about a store. And. Yeah. Looks look, beautiful, by the way. Thanks, yeah. Just
0: from the picture. I'll have to stop by. Thank you. You guys yeah. are off Cedros? Uh, no, so
1: we're off the 101. Oh, off the 101. Yeah, Excuse yeah. me. Okay. So 205 North Highway 101. Okay, per- perfect. Right yeah. there in between um, Pizza Port and I'll say. I know exactly yeah. where you're at. Yeah. About, yeah. Um, Very cool. And then she she actually, Fatih, was just randomly looking at Craigslist one day, and we never would look at Craigslist. And That's it just weird. said, storefront available 101. And we were like, what? So we hit them up and... They were like, can you come down and see it in three hours? And we we're like, yeah, got there. You know, about five people had put their applications in. We hadn't had any, you know, prior lease agreements. So, you know, that was a, a difficult thing for us to have to overcome. overcome. that, yeah. So I ended up writing a really uh, heartfelt letter to the landlords who had been there for, you know, they've owned the building for 35 years. Mm-hmm. And I just told them what it would mean to to me personally, to Fati and I as a family, mm-hmm. and just to the brand, just to show people that you can go from screen printing tees in your garage and, you know, being out there every day with so many other cool small businesses just grinding and hitting guerrilla marketing, yeah. you know, and then you can make it to a dream where you have a store along the 101, you know, right next to the street where, I named everything after, so yeah, full yeah. circle, and School that was. Story, I'm sure he appreciated that. Yeah, they appreciated yeah. that. They did, yeah, 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 they did. They ended up selecting way. us. That's awesome. Yeah, and you know there weren't any, wasn't any allowance for TIs or anything, and so Fati and I did everything. We, um, and the whole store is a vision between us and and really Fatih, who is amazing at being able to bring a storefront and yeah. creating a vision or yeah, creating Carol's our vision. Girls are good at doing that yeah yes, they are. yeah it's pretty You're amazing like, lucky man yeah. yeah yeah so that's really how the story came Us about
0: like, yeah i'll throw a poster up
1: <laughs> yeah yeah right <laughs> All a little bit of fresh paint it's good yeah yeah this plant looks pretty good over here <laughs> <Exactly>. so <yeah. laughs> no no the pictures
0: are great and and uh i'll definitely be stopping by because i'm up there from time to time i mean usually i'm down here but i do get up to solana beach a fair amount and cool. so i'd love to come through and please and do. check out yeah, the shop yeah and, cruise by um so, you know, prior to you, you, you said that, you know, you have this vision, like to kind of be like the next Patagonia and, and so like on a, break it down for us, like on a macro level and on a micro level, micro being kind of like what you have entail for clothing products and stuff like that. Uh, What's your vision? And then on a macro level for the company, you know, where do you see the company in the next, you know, year to five years? Um, yeah, kind of just break that down.
1: Absolutely. I mean, so in terms of Patagonia, it's not something that like I'm I'm wanting us to be exactly like I Patagonia, yeah. you know, but it, um just the the premise of it, you know, they still own 100% of their company. Yeah. Um just they treat their employees really well. They have a name that you can really trust. That's really what I wanted out of it. Um on a micro scale, um sorry, can you ask the question one more Yeah,
0: time? from like a micro standpoint like you know, you have a lot of really cool products. So you have, like, pullover sweaters, uh, really cool shirts. Uh, you have button downs. I mean, yeah, you have a really yeah. cool line. I mean, I think you see a lot of clothing brands, and it's kind of, like, boring. It's the same Deal. It's yeah. like okay, you got cool shirts and like some hats and stuff like that too. But like right. you guys have a really cool line. I mean, you could fully dress yourself with your guys's line of clothing. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. It's it's, it's comprehensive. Really, <laughs> it's
1: really funny that you say that because that's how I was going to answer the question. Yeah. So it's on a, on <laughs> good a, on a micro scale. Honestly, it's I, I look at my closet and I'm like, okay, what am I missing? What do I need? And that's how I determine on the men's side what you know, we, we need. So whether that's like, I, I need some trunks that are about a five and a half inch inseam, we'll go out and we'll, we'll make them, you know, and then Fati has a beautiful eye for, for women's fashion. Mm-hmm. And she understands my vision probably better than anybody. And so between the two of us, we're able to really co- combine those and uh, create just everything that we want at that time. And then on a macro scale, I think that we're going to be really unique the, the more we grow, mm-hmm. because what we focus on is customer service. Uh, customer service to both of us is everything. And, you know, we don't do a lot of outside marketing. So our customers leaving the store feeling so happy and just so stoked. And even, you know, buying online, the experience is very, you know, smooth. If you have any problems, we're there to help. Um, everyone leaves with a really good taste in their mouth and then they go on and they go and they tell people Mm. and word of mouth is everything for us. And it's a really authentic way of marketing. It's a hard, long road, you know, it takes a You got to be able to put the time in and the, the customer service in and that's what I want, and that, and by doing that, it'll always feel like a small business quality. Yeah, you want you know? quality. Yeah, you, you want to know who you're shopping from, who they are. My goal is to always keep it that way. So I tell yeah. Fatih that if we could make up a a word or like a phrase, it would be like the biggest small business, like yeah. that you can imagine. No, I can. I'm, I'm
0: kind of understanding the yeah. vision here. So. You guys trying to expand like from an expansion standpoint, like what does that look like to you? I mean, obviously yeah. there's the digital expansion where more people kind of online get to know you guys, and heck would be hilarious if you had people in Florida buying your clothing, yeah. ripping the Lomas brand, yeah. You know? But yeah. Uh,
1: we sh- we certainly do. Yeah. I- uh, our online sales have actually believe it or not have reached six continents that's crazy so that's it's, a really cool it's really crazy i mean i have friends that have been in europe and been like hey i just saw a guy wearing a lomas tee like it's it's pretty wild i could breach.
0: see that being really popular i'm actually half italian oh, there uh, you my go. mom's from milan and so uh the the europeans the italians especially they love cali culture when you go out there mm-hmm. and you tell them i'm from san diego what yeah you're a freaking celebrity to them because i mean it's the california dream right and so your guys's clothing really kind of it it represents that it's got that cool fresh feel it's not too busy i like i like your guys's style because it's it's clean
1: it's clean it's not too much it's just Exactly. Perfect.
0: And so I think that, that, that kind of style will do really well, not just here, but yeah. in other places as well.
1: I agree. I yeah. mean, that, thanks. That's a really nice compliment. Yeah, for sure. Um, that is really how I try to keep it. You know, I don't want a ton of, you know, busyness, busyness. Yeah. Exactly. So kind of bold simp- simplicity is what I call it. Yeah. So, it's so, you know, contrasting colors, um, you know, just like small details that stand out. And that's that's what I love. But as far as expansion, it's really cool now having a store and hopefully we'll have more stores. Um, But this one particular is really special because uh, on the side of our building, we have a nice little gravel area that we just made. Um, We just excavated it. And what we're going to start doing is bringing in small businesses that want to set up tents or booths um, on weekends and stuff and be able to help, you know, Inspire really people to, to come and just set up a booth and try to reach as many people you can. And if if we can, you know, create a space that welcomes that, I think everybody wins. Yeah, you know what I mean? developing the, more, the
0: goodwill within the community yeah, in that way and stuff. because yeah, totally. you know, I mean that's where you guys came from and stuff. And totally. it sounds to me that uh, th- that community has embraced you guys pretty well. And they stuff, certainly so have. They've good. been amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah, Solana Beach and just all of North County has been. I mean, back in us for so many years and so many friends that we met along the way have just like offered just, you know, out of the kindness of their heart just to, you know, help us here, help us there. They just want to see us grow and we want to see them grow. And it's just, you know, everyone's working together.
0: Have you, are you two both from North County, San Diego? No, no. So neither of us actually
1: are originally. Yeah. So we're both randomly from Phoenix, but we didn't know each other. Um, and then I moved out here about 15 years ago, and Fati lived up in uh, Long Beach since she was like 18. Oh, okay. And uh, the funny story about us meeting is, so we were actually at the uh, Solana Beach Farmer's Market. I was at my normal weekly spot, and there was somebody new next to me. And I was like, oh, I wonder what's going on. And then uh, there was this new company called Easy Organics, and it was Fati's. And so we were totally strangers. And she had driven down from Long Beach because uh, Solana Beach was the only market that she could get into that week. And we ended up being booth neighbors at the <laughs> Solana Beach Farms Market for probably six or seven months. And that's where we really got to know each other. You know, I mean, you spend like all Sundays there. Yeah, exactly. You really get to know each (laughs) other. You really do. Especially when the traffic isn't busy. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's such a blessing. Yeah, it was great. That's so cool. Yeah. That's a really cool story. It's the best. It's the best part about it. And after that... I mean, that was in 2017. I always say that, you know, that that made the Lomas brand worth it. If it stopped that day and it never went anywhere further, that was worth oh, it because we ended sweet. up getting married, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. just a couple of years later. You guys have and, family,
0: kids? Or? So we
1: don't have any kids yet, oh, but yeah, we're yeah. working on that. You, you have
0: one kid, it's the Lomas. Exactly. Brand right exactly. <laughs> it's a big kid. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's hilarious. Yeah. That's,
1: yeah. So, that's super funny. So uh, it's it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: you know, for those that, you know, listen in and really are thinking about jumping off and creating their own business and stuff like that. I mean, talk a little bit about, you know, the the, the highs and lows for you. Maybe, you know, some struggles that you had, you know, because it's I think a lot of people, they just see the brand. Mm-hmm. They think that everything just kind of showed up the way it was. And yeah, there's a lot of like blood, sweat, and tears that goes into a business. So, I mean, oh, yeah. if you mind, like, I mean, you don't have to go too deep, but kind of just sharing some of the the, the trials and tribulations and then also absolutely. some of your big wins as well, too, that, you know, you are really proud of.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, those things, I, I love talking about them. Um, so as far as, I mean, some of the hardest, so when we're starting off, I knew that it wasn't going to be taking a paycheck for quite a few years. Um, so that was a big one, first and foremost. So, you know, everything... That in you know I'm in my late 20s at the time, early 30s. All the dreams and aspirations that you want to have, that kind of you have to be able to put them back for a couple years. Mm. You know something's going to have to come in front of it for a while. So that was one major thing. Um, but you know it's it's it you just run into roadblocks and you get around them. They're they're around every corner, especially when you start at the bottom the way up is going to be full of so many obstacles that you got to pivot. You got to take a step back move sideways. You know, you're always moving around. I, so many times I, I blew it on inventory counts and I, you know, overbought. Um, And a lot of times I had to, you know, Kind of figure out, okay, how am I going to pay for my groceries? Mm. Like this is an important one. It's I should, reality. I should probably, yeah. you know, it's crazy. yeah, yeah. Like, and I remember there was one point where I had a, um, a wholesale order that I needed to front because it was on a net thirty, and I was like, okay, I'm kind of pretty low on money, um, and then you know, I had to really swallow my pride and I had to get. Food stamps, mm-hmm. and that that's a tough pill to swallow, but it wasn't that big of a deal because it mm-hmm. was just temporary. And I realized what it felt like, and I was like, I, "I'm never going to put myself here." So even though I blew it on the inventory, I, I cost us some money. I learned from it, and mm-hmm. I saw the the repercussions of that error. And I was, it's the biggest blessing that yeah. I ever had, you know. And then. I just kept working. I, you know, I, how many more markets can I get? Can I get uh, an event here? I'd load my Honda Accord up with uh, my entire collection and just drive around to every boutique from downtown to um, Oceanside and just get try to get a meeting with the owner to see if they would buy some of my stuff. And I got told no, no, no. no. I mean, 50 times before mm, I got one is, yes. And it's hard. You don't
0: get that is
1: it's tough. So yeah. Crushing. I mean, somebody, somebody telling oh me gosh. no right to your face yeah, and like everything's in front of you. You're like, so well, that crushing. sucks. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, like the drive home sucks, but yeah. then it's just like, okay, I'm the drive home. Oh, and there's a new boutique. I've never been there. I'm going to go check it out. And then, uh, I finally got my first win and somebody took it. And that guy was Chris Fowler. Who's, uh, owns Fowler's up in Cardiff. And that guy is so cool. I, I have nothing but the best to say about him. Even to this day, he's phenomenal. Um, but he was the first guy that took the brand into the store. And I was like, I, I remember I had him take pictures of me, you know, when he put it up on the racks and I was like, I got here, you know, now it's like, yeah. And and then it's like, okay, well I got here. Now I can, now I can see myself getting to the next one. You leverage
0: that, that relationship and and, I
1: celebrated the win, you know, like even though I forgot about the 50 that said no, but I celebrated the one and it was like, god damn i I did it like i you know like i never thought that i could have a a, my own brand in a store i did it i proved it to myself and then it was either so much easier to go into the next one i ended up getting into about 29 different retailers all around and it was it was amazing it was just great and then the craziest part was while i was on this road I had gotten an email one day from uh, Blake McCoskey, who's the founder of Tom's. And I've never met that guy before. (laughs) So like.
0: It's a pretty legit person to contact with. And so
1: he had come across the the brand from one of my friend's brothers, who they were friends. And he was like, hey, I I got a, I'm building a, a small little line for some really close friends of mine. I want you to design it and you know whatever it is um you know we'll do like free reign and i was like holy shit okay. His budget, <laughs> yeah well i mean it was a tight budget still but still but still, was, but still the fact your money right? i mean this guy you know tom's like i grew yeah. up i grew up wearing tom's Seriously, you know it was yeah. so cool and then uh he had like uh so he brought me in on you know and we were working together we ended up working up together for like 19 months on the project uh, yeah, during that time he brought me in, he was still on the board with, uh, Tom's, he brought me in a, as a creative, um, uh, I guess like, uh, con- consultant mm-hmm. with the board of Tom's. So I was like on these phone calls and I was just like, you know, just kept proving myself like yeah. to myself, you know, not yeah. to anyone else. I didn't care about that, but just internally, that internal competition that I have. And building myself, that
0: acumen as well too. Yeah. Cause I mean, apparel industry, I mean, that's a big. Brand to 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 get involved with yeah. in general, so that's yeah. huge.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so that was that was a major one. Um, but really, the, the biggest one I think was was meeting fati and huh. and opening the store. The those, biggest of wins. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's those two things that her in the store. You know, it's um, I, I'm not sure. It's just the it just seems like it's the path that we were supposed to be on, and mm. um, we went down the road and took the hits and got us here and this is where we're supposed to be. I feel
0: like it's every surfer skater kid's dream to have their own clothing. Yeah, again. So you made it yeah. happen, bro. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> Cause I remember yeah. me too. Like I yeah. was like, yeah, I'm going to sell shirts sure like in high school and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, fortunately it's not unfortunate. It's just, you know, I'm not as creative as I, as I think I am. Was, um, you but you, you also have to have that grit and that passion that you have to really just, you know, make it happen. And especially when you're a kid, you don't know what you're doing. Right. So it's it totally. Is is, but that's,
1: you know, it's actually funny that you say that. Cause when I was 16, I did start my first clothing brand there you go. when I was in high school and I found like a screen printer in town and, um, started it, sold them out of my backpack and I, I loved it. It was so fun. You, that, you know? So <laughs> when I was thinking about, okay, how do I want to give back? How do I want to get into my own career? If the first thing that came to mind was I want to start a clothing brand, yeah. I've done it before. I absolutely loved it. And, you know, I think I can do it differently and do it right. So
0: what kind of advice would you give somebody that like wanted to, I mean, obviously they're a competitor, so tell them too much. But uh, (laughs) someone that's getting into it that maybe, you know, has a specific uh, niche, if you will, that wants to get into the industry, you know, what's like one little carrot of advice you would give them?
1: Uh, Let's see. I mean, there's so many. I would say trademark your uh, name first and foremost. Yeah, because you know, I, I've seen people build it and then around like, once it becomes like, you know, real life, they're like, okay, I need to get a trademark. And it's like, well, that's already taken. Right. And it's like all that year oh work. you know, it's like, oh that's my God. Terrible, yeah, yeah. You don't want to do it's that. A rookie mistake. Yeah. For sure. you know, it's, I had the application in before we even launched the, the website. So that would be my first and foremost one.
0: That's really, really cool. Um, So how do you, like, how do you get inspiration? So you're thinking about rolling out some new designs and stuff like that. I mean, what is it? an internal meditative thing or is it something that you see that is, that just kind of inspires you and you feel like, you know, maybe expanding on that or how how do you go about your creative process?
1: Yeah. My creative process, it it really, I'm a visual learner, Mm -hmm. so it's all visual. And actually a lot of the times I get it around town. So I I walk around, I'm constantly like out and about. I mean, being at the store, we get to see so many people walk by and I get inspired. I see something and I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's a good idea. We just need to do a little something different there. Let's, um, you know, color this. Then I look at my closet. And I'm like, what, what color would I really like to be wearing right now? And then that's pretty much where mm-hmm. it starts. And the, from there, it's, it kind of has a life of its own and it's a work in progress. And it's, that's when the fun stuff happens. And it's just like, okay, here, now, erase that here now you know and like you're yeah. just going through different designs yeah i
0: noticed it. your guys's color scheme is very kind of like earth coastal kind of it's 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 a type of tonality that you could probably w- get away with year-round yeah so you're not you know yeah. I'm um, wearing the shirt, but you know, I don't know about this time of year or whatever. From a color standpoint, or whatever. I mean, here in San Diego, people are way too casual all the time, anyways. Yeah. So <laughs> people wear whatever they want, but, right? Yeah. But I mean, in general, like you guys have a it's a it flies under the radar in a good way.
1: Cool. You know um, what I mean? Yeah. It's not. Too
0: much, exactly. Which is great. Yeah, so
1: the the, like the real avant garde looks in in the fashion Mm -hmm. world, like they're technical, and the people that make them are extremely talented. But not a lot of people, in terms of like uh, you know, everyday like shoppers are going to go and want to buy that extreme looking thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like to put stuff out there that everybody can wear at any point in any day at any you know, hour, like you, you got a shirt to wear to the beach. You got a, a collared shirt to go out to the bars after, um, you know, you got some joggers when you come home from work and you take your slacks off, you want to get in some comfy clothes. Uh It's just, I mean, all of it, it, just applies to everyone. And that's really where the brand community comes from. It's just, we it's just like such a great community of people that we all just have a similar taste and and style and look and, it works and we all like comfort and we we love Having a good time with Most the brand that we love the
0: comfort, especially now yeah. with the COVID too. You yeah, know, people yeah. People don't like to wear uh, real clothes anymore. It yeah, like especially the gals they uh they love the the yoga pants. Of it's course, the easy yeah, way
1: out. yeah, definitely it's the easy way out. One hundred percent yoga pants and a top. Yeah, there you I'm go. Ready. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah, it's,
0: that's really really cool. How how do you handle like work life balance? Like I know, um, you know when you're building a company, no matter what kind of company it is, it's hard to. It, yeah. it, I feel like. there's probably more work than there is you know life like yeah. other things and stuff but you know you're you guys are more established at this point i mean you're not at that ground zero level you guys got storefront you guys are there's a lot of buzz around you guys and stuff like that i mean how do you guys what are some of the things you like to do to you and fati just to uh, enjoy yourselves and, and yeah and take a break
1: definitely that's one thing that you, uh, you got to really make a uh, uh cognizant point to like Take, take time for that, you know, exactly. take time for yourself. So we, I mean, we love going around town. We do walks every single morning with our dog. Nice. Um, you know, we go to the beach. Um, I used to surf a, li- a little bit more than I do now, but <laughs> I, I love to get in the water. Uh, I love playing golf. Fatih's um, really active in you know Pilates, and yeah. uh, she's a fantastic cook, so she's always whipping up That's amazing awesome. things. I love cooking as well too. It's yeah. great. There yeah. <laughs> you go. Right. I love. You're lucky. I, I'm not a good cook, and so I'm the <laughs> luckiest person. <laughs> you know, uh, but that is that is something, and it do, it it actually doesn't really get easier the more established you get. Uh, you know, between this year and last year, we had about 530 percent growth. And yeah, so while it seems more established and you think that you're going to have more time, actually, you know, managing the growth is a pretty important element and very time consuming mm-hmm. but it's also really uh addictive like you you know like you're addicted to it it's you're like this is that you're seeing your work you know the come to fruition, and it's like this is amazing. Well, if we could do this, then we can do that, and well, okay i I want to go start right now <laughs> yeah. <know>? Yeah, <laughs> like at yeah. all times so I,
0: what I really like about um your story is how you've been involved. I mean, obviously it's a grassroots company and stuff, but I feel like a lot of people, and I don't want to generalize here, but I I feel like a lot of people, they, they believe that they have to hire out a lot for this process, that process, this process. And I I really like the fact that uh, you've been involved in, in pretty much every process, right. From the graphic design standpoint, sourcing fabrics, you know, the online stuff. And, and so, uh, it's really cool because you're when you're wearing your brand, you're you're investing in someone's vision and stuff like that. It's not just this really outsourced, discombobulated kind of company that really doesn't have like that story behind it. Right. And so, right. Um, I think that's really cool, and that's really why I I was really excited about having you on, coming to learn about the story because like when I saw your brand, I was like, this is this is fresh. This looks really cool, and I Thanks, really look yeah. forward to having you on, but. Just reading what you you sent me and stuff like that as well, too. Like, it's a really cool story. And this is what this podcast is about. Like, I created this slogan for this podcast, which is make small businesses great again. Yeah. Because there's yeah. always a story behind that. Yeah. A big is. one.
1: And it's usually an amazing story. True. You know, and behind every single business. Yeah. Most people
0: today, they rather go shop on Amazon through random vendors that they have no clue. And that's okay. But yeah. to be able to support... Um, you know, a, a brand that has a, a rich story behind it and really helps out the community because your success then helps out someone else in the community because you go out and you buy from others or you help support other businesses and stuff like that. And I feel like things become very disconnected when we're not supporting the community like that and not supporting small businesses.
1: Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more, you know, and it, it's it's. It, it's more like an inspiration. Like, you know, at every corner of these small businesses, you can see another business that's just a little bit bigger than you. And it inspires you to get to that next point. And, you know, for us, like, I, there's no bigger than Viore. You know, I mean, they started in Encinitas and um, have made it huge. Mm-hmm. And, That's an inspiration, you know. It's it's shows us, okay, somebody can do it, so you know we can do it. They can do it, like, and it's just it's a contagious uh, feeling, I I think, and at least it is for me. And it's really cool to see so many small businesses pop up right now, you know, like even in the last like ten years with Shopify and you know all these like e-commerce platforms that make it actually possible. People are going out and chasing down their dreams the same way that we that we did, and You know, it's we fuel we if we can fuel off of each other's successes and our wins, um, everybody wins. Mm. And you know, you actually know the people, like you said. And not only that, it's you get you get to know the quality more, you know. Like I I hand print, screen print every single item in our collections. Um and it's not just to do that to like save on cost, it's actually like a quality control measure. Um, I can see everything. If you know, if a thread's off in a certain place, I, the customer doesn't have to find it. I can, um, you know, and it really connects me with the item too. So I'll see people walking around town, and they're wearing the shirt, and it's like, oh, i rem- you know, I don't know specifically that shirt, but, I but when I, I was in that I, process, I, I certainly touched that shirt. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's really cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's very, cool. very few clothing companies can say that. Yeah, very and,
1: few it's a it's a major advantage for us because by being able to do that and having taken the time to learn screen printing, graphic design and even sewing, i had no idea how to sew before so i bought a sewing machine and just googled tutorials on how to how to get it done. So now, you know, we're doing our own sewing um and it's just it's really it's really cool. It's yeah. it's not just a cost saver. It's really, it allows us to not have to overbuy on inventory, which sinks companies a lot, it you know, does, especially in mismanagement the mismanagement of, inventory yeah, stuff you know, like that. Yeah. And minimums, minimums will kill you. If you have like a, you know, extra small through XL run and you got to do a hundred units on each one, just for one graphic design, you have like 700 shirts and that's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. you don't know if, you know, people are going to like that or not. So it's a way of controlling cost that's beneficial to us and it's not wasting it. Mm-hmm. And that's how for so long we were able to get by without having investors. And we were able to just go off of retained earnings from mm-hmm. all of our community supporting us, which is, um, I mean, it's really authentic. You can't take that story away. You can't take the seven years of, you know, markets and meeting people and everybody just it, uh, like – so willingly coming out and supporting the dreams that we had and and wanting to see us grow, you know, become a bit bigger, bigger it, and all that
0: kind of stuff. So that's really, really cool. Um, do you guys have any like cool events coming up or things that you're thinking about that you'd like to talk about? Yeah.
1: Well, like you said, we just had our uh, one year anniversary. So I just really wanted to thank everybody who came out, especially the chamber of commerce who helped us promote it and put it on. Um, It was such an amazing day. We're going to have way more of those. And if you didn't get the email invite, you're always invited. You know, Mm -hmm. we love having our community at the shop. Um, And uh, not only that, we actually had our best single day ever on that party, uh, which was May. What was that? May 6th, which was amazing. So after almost seven years, we still had our best day ever at the shop on a one-year anniversary, which was cool. and coming up, we have Fiesta del Sol, which is next weekend, big? which is going to be huge, and you it's going to be, uh, yeah, we do. Of course, right? you have a course, booth. You better have, of course. have a booth. Yeah, it's my favorite. My favorite time of the year, <laughs> man. It's been like two years. I've been itching to get back. Yeah, you yeah. know, I love those. Those two days are so fun. Yeah,
0: that's what Jamie was saying. I had her on. She was really pushing that. She was yeah, we like, you know, really excited to it, have it back. So, I mean,
1: I've I've done the markets all up and down. You know, the coast. In the the street fairs and Fiesta del Sol is hands down, the best one nice. it's yeah. so fun. um they're doing a lot of new things this year, just to revamp it after the the last two years were shut down uh It's just gonna be amazing, mm-hmm. and it's you know we're we're gonna be out there celebrating all of our <laughs> friends and uh everyone that was set up next to us for so many years, and we're all back, and we're all better and we've learned a lot, and we're just gonna keep moving forward,
0: yeah, I love that, yeah, yeah. You'll see, but you will see businesses that didn't make it through COVID either. That some people got weeded out.
1: Yeah. You know, unfortunately that's the truth and it's, uh, it breaks my heart. I hate it. It's I, tough. Yeah. Yeah, I do. But, you know, the one thing that I hope can come out of that is that it didn't break the soul of the people yeah. who were, you know, going after it, because if it didn't work once, it doesn't mean it's not going to work tw- the second time, you know? Absolutely. So to, to get back up and try at it again and, you know, every day is just a blessing to have a store, a business, a brand that you can love what you're doing every single day and work doesn't feel like work. And that's an addictive thing. And you know, all the small businesses that ended up, you know, having to shut down, I hope that they come back and they remember that and they Mm -hmm. get back at it. So, yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that, uh, if, if, if anything, um, it made people who didn't make it reevaluate what they were doing and maybe, you know, create something better. Yeah. And I've seen that a lot where people kind of pivoted and they said, okay, we're going to take an L and we're going to move forward and move on. So that's really cool. So yeah, well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on, man. Like it's been great, man. And I I really look forward to coming up and developing more of a relationship with you guys. Like, um, I, I love the story, you know, I come from a, a, an interesting family story as well too. And, um, it all starts somewhere, you know, and I'm just really looking forward to see where you guys grow in the future and, uh, maybe love to have you back here Absolutely. in the next you know, six months to a year, kind of see where you guys stand. And, yeah. um, but Again, pleasure meeting you and Fatih as well. So you have a great partner by your side. Yeah,
1: and, definitely. Uh, Thanks. You know, um, it
0: makes a huge difference when everyone's on the same same page. So
1: Well, and thank you for what you're doing. I Thanks, mean, this man. podcast is an incredible thing that really puts a spotlight on people that, you know, kind of need a little help marketing, and getting their name out there like us. And what you're doing is just incredible. And it's something that is so appreciated by myself and Fati. And I know so many, I've listened to your past episodes. I'm sure everybody else was yeah. equally as thankful. So thanks for doing. What I you're just doing. enjoy
0: the conversation, man. So you're a great you know, conversation. I, I, this is great. I love the conversation. Like I, I love getting to know yeah. uh, people's businesses and stuff like that. Cause it's, it's always really interesting. I always caught myself uh, going to events all the time and having really deep conversations with people. It's just who I am. I just love having it. Like I, it, 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 it's, it's not a show for me. Like it's, this is just what I like to do. I just like meeting awesome. new people. And so I was like, I need to create a podcast where I actually just bring them on. Let's record it and yeah. let's put it on. So I love it. That's so uh, cool. It's, it's man. been an absolute pleasure. Cool. And, uh, nice talking to you guys.
1: It's been great. And if it would be an honor to come back and do this again, we'd we'll make I'd it. love to. We'll make it happen. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Stephen.